we were over in that corner in his car looking down through this, to the ocean. My gosh, this is just a gorgeous park. You couldn't get a nicer park. He says, yeah, you know, it's not really a park, it's a cemetery. Oh, yeah, right. He says, yeah, it is. He says, this is the oldest cemetery in town. This is where everybody's buried. He said they came, the city came and desecrated the graves, pulled up the headstones and carted them off. And I was shocked, you know, I was shocked. Hi everyone, I'm Andrea Howry, and welcome to the Ventura County Stars podcast, Never 30, where we look at timeless stories from the county's past. We call it Never 30 because reporters used to type a 30 at the end of each story. It told the typesetter that the story was finished. There were no more pages. But there are some stories that have no ending. You can type to be continued or part two to come, but Never 30. On a slope overlooking the ocean in Ventura, California, There's a seven acre park where dog owners let their pets run free, chasing balls, catching frisbees. There are some benches scattered around and a few trees provide shade. As you look out over the grassy expanse, you can see some indentations in the ground. And if you check them out, you'll see their markers with a person's name, a birth date, and a date of death. There are only a few scattered throughout the seven acres. Welcome to Cemetery Memorial Park. I thought it was a big mistake. You know, I thought somebody had made a mistake or something. And, you know, I, being as naive as I was back at that time, I thought there was a big screw up. And, you know, I was going to get into it to volunteer to help them fix it. You know, because they, 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 nobody would do this intentionally. Nobody would ever, you know, never in a thousand years would you ever find where the, they came and desecrated the cemetery for whatever reason they had. But sure enough, little by little, that's what I came to realize, is that it wasn't a mistake. This is Steve Schlater, and for the last 14 years, he has studied this place that he refuses to call a park because, like he says, it's a cemetery. This is where I interview him, among the passing cars and the barking dogs. Uh, I asked around about the cemetery, nobody really knew anything. It was almost like it wasn't a cemetery. You know, that that entire history, that ancestry was completely gone because nobody knew anything. What he'd eventually learn is that the cemetery is made up of three primary sections. So the Catholic site here started in 1862, actually. It's a long time ago. And about 20 years later, the Presbyterian Church got together and bought the property right next to St. Mary's Cemetery. And that's where they started burying the the Presbyterian people. A few years later, a Jewish section opened up. There's also a much smaller Chinese section, and there are Chumash Indians and Hispanics buried here as well. So everybody's here. I mean, uh, I I can't think of nobody that's here. There's even a couple Freemasons that are buried here. As close as anyone can tell, the last burial took place in the 1940s. The city passed an ordinance that you couldn't uh, have burials inside the city limits anymore in 1946. So between 1862 and 1946 or earlier, how many people? 3,000. Everybody. And I've seen some of the names. Hobson is here. Hobson Heights. 
there's just, like you had said, every street name, all the street names are here. Everybody's here. Everybody that had to do anything with Ventura and a lot of people that had nothing to do with it are buried here from A to Z. It's just amazing the, the history that's here, the people that are here, that want, the people that, that formed this county, that, that broke the county off from Santa Barbara County are here. 3,000 people on a seven-acre site. It was a cemetery with some 600 headstones, um, seven or eight crypts, um, Asian-style headstones, a big statue of uh, the Blessed Virgin Mary over there where that bench is in the center of the Catholic, Catholic uh, St. Mary Cemetery. Uh, down there close to the flag, there's a big um, GAR monument with all the veterans' names etched into the face of the, the granite block. GAR is Grand Army of the Republic. It's the precursor to the veterans of foreign wars. It was a cemetery and it, was, it had, it had the, the, the city's history, the county's history. But sometime after the burials stopped, things changed at the property. Jim Holden was born in 1945 and has lived in Ventura his entire life. Today, he's a volunteer at the Museum of Ventura County Historical Library, and he remembers what the cemetery looked like when he was growing up. I do remember that it seemed like on Halloween night, and almost every year, there was vandalism at the, at the cemetery there, with the headstones being toppled over and um, other destructive activity going on. And I, I remember, my last memory of the, of the cemetery was that it was totally overgrown with weeds. There were, I don't think there were any headstones still standing, and it was just a big, a big field of weeds. There was, it didn't, I don't think anybody was doing any kind of maintenance on the property, and it was very sad. By the start of the 1960s, people had had enough. At least, some people had. On December 3, 1964, the Ventura Star Free Press, the precursor to the Ventura County Star, ran a story explaining that the cemetery was being transformed. Stone by stone, the story stated, the old Ventura Cemetery, south of Poli Street, is being taken apart in the first stage of its $12,000 transformation into a memorial park and viewpoint. The plan is for all the gravestones to be removed and the ground smoothed over and planted with grass. Small metal markers will be sunk flush with the ground and numbered. The numbers will be keyed to a large memorial bearing the names of all those buried in the cemetery. The plan was to have the markers provide a record of all the graves and, at the same time, beautify an area that had become neglected and subject to vandalism. But somewhere along the line, things didn't go according to plan. A documentary filmmaker who moved to Ventura about three years ago was intrigued by the story of Cemetery Memorial Park. His name is Brandon Alves, and his hour-long movie just came out this month. He worked closely with Steve and, in fact, names him in the credits as an executive producer. Over a period of time, he slowly started talking to me and speaking to me about all this research he's been doing for over 14 years. My curiosity was piqued because of 
a lot of people here in Ventura, even people that grew up in this town, don't even know that there's still people buried here. It's kind of more so, uh, a lot of people believe it to be like oral legend or uh, a myth here in town. And a lot of people talk about the stones that were found in Hall Canyon. They speak about it not in fact, though. They speak about it in the, in the, in the term of it being something that they've, they've heard about and through oral history and not sure that it's really something that actually happened. Hall Canyon. How did the gravestones end up in Hall Canyon? And are they still there? We'll find out after the break. Hi, podcast listeners. I'm Michelle Rogers, Consumer Experience Director for the Ventura County Star. If you love listening to great stories like I do, the Ventura Storytellers Project has an all-new season of great live storytelling events planned for 2019. With four shows scheduled in the 2019 calendar, new themes will include stories of love, adventure, family, and much more from people in the community, just like you, and at locations across Ventura County. Tickets and information about these live events are available now at storytellers.com Ventura. Each of our previous shows have sold out, so get your tickets in advance. You can also purchase supporter seating to ensure you have a spot at every one of our shows for the upcoming season. I hope you'll join us. Just visit Storytellers.com Ventura. Before the break, we learned about Cemetery Memorial Park in Midtown Ventura, a gorgeous seven-acre spot with a grassy slope, an ocean view, and 3,000 people buried underneath. The Star Free Press story of December 3, 1964, announcing that the gravestones were being removed to turn what had become a neglected eyesore into a park, said that the markers were being moved to a city park department yard on Hall Canyon Road. Quote, they were stacked by the fence at the west side of the yard until a woman living just on the other side of the fence complained about the melancholy sight, the story said. Now the stones have been unobtrusively laid in alphabetical order in the quiet shade of a row of trees lining the east fence beside Hall Canyon Road. That must have been a fun job, you know. Oh, thank you for making them alphabetic. That was, you know, that was really great of you. Do I owe you extra money for that? Did people come and collect those gravestones? Yeah, a handful did that I can that I can see, but you know, it's kind of crazy. Why would you come and get a gravestone that goes on your great-grandfather's grave? You know, and what are you going to do with it after you have it? You know, it just, the whole thing is a conundrum. It's kind of like a, surreal, a, a surrealistic picture of, of hell. Ed Lupton, the city park superintendent, was quoted in the story as saying that every tombstone and every part of a monument with a name inscribed on it had been saved. Quote, we are also saving pieces of marble and used brick from the monuments, which might be used in other city park beautification projects, Lupton told the Star Free Press. But the low concrete walls around the family plots have to be broken up with a sledgehammer so we can remove them. If we took each tombstone separately and wrapped it up and carried it away, it would cost more than the taxpayers would want to pay. We are programming the job in sections and doing it as carefully as we can. Five above-ground crypts posed a different problem. Lupton said that he planned to cut a small window in each crypt to see if any remains were there. If there are, the Starfree Press stated, they will be temporarily removed to another cemetery in coffins until the monuments have been removed. 
Then they will be reburied in the same spots and the places marked with metal studs like those at the other graves. There was a time where you could walk through here and look at the stones and see all the street names of every, every person that settled here and made something of themselves, made something of the city that we live in. Thompson's, uh, I mean, you can go on and on, but you can't come through here and see those street names anymore. They're gone. Do you think the plaques help solve the issue? Or would you like to see a lot more than that? I, I would personally like to see a lot more than that. But I think that if they fulfill the promise that they initially made, and that promise was made not in the fact of like giving the descendants a, hey, would it be okay if we did this? It was more of, hey, this is what we're gonna do. There was no, there was no say in what they did at all. Work was still being done in July of 1965. In a July 28th Star Free Press article, Lupton described the project as, quote, a soft, restful renovation of the cemetery into a forest-long concept. He was still talking about the flat grave markers and perhaps, quote, a beautiful water fountain somewhere in the center of the park, but it is still in the planning stages. He told the Star Free Press that all the work had been approved by relatives and that there are complete records of the cemetery on file with city officials. It will be beautiful and classic with a soft, restful air. There will be no open headstones. Well, he was right about that. A September 28, 1972 story in the Star Free Press reported the people were finding and removing headstones from Hall Canyon. By this point, they no longer seemed to have been arranged in alphabetical order. In fact, the story describes them as having been dumped. Evidently, what they did is they waited a period of time to where legally they could be termed as being the city's property so the city could do anything they wanted with them. That was a period of about seven years. They took those and said, let's get rid of them and just took them across the street and threw them all down into uh, Arroyo Seco, a Hall Canyon, a cliff about 100 feet down. So they took about, I don't know how many, I think the ones that they could um, handle themselves with a couple guys, they pushed them all down there. And that's where some Ventura residents started finding them and bringing them home. People being people, they, they a lot of the kids went up to Hall Canyon and hook or crook, they, they pulled all the headstones out of them and there's none there anymore. Now they're in garages and backyards and all sorts of great places here in town. I understand you have a few. I do have a few. I've got mostly uh, um, Civil War veterans headstones federal headstones that were applied to uh, by family to Virginia and they were carved and sent out here and in, in the 10s and 20s and 30s you know by by whatever means a train or a clipper ship you know. Steve also believes that some of the pieces were used to shore up the Surfers Point parking lot and to clog a hole in the levee along the Olivas Adobe after a big storm. Brandon thinks the pieces should be found and returned to what was supposed to be a final resting place. You could unearth those stones, bring them here and put them back, which would be a monumental task and a lot of taxpayer dollars involved in that, which I mean, every descendant that's you know related to someone here, their ancestors being buried here, they would want that and I would be all for that. But at the least, they should fulfill the promise of the 1960s and having flush markers or at least the brass markers that they, they promised. Steve thinks there's an even easier starting point. 
probably the first thing that needs to be done is a fence put around the cemetery. You know, this is holy ground. So we put a fence, we put a fence around the park, yeah, and then what? that sounds great. Get rid of the dogs? Well, yeah, you can't have dogs running around people's graves. It wasn't until 2010 that signs went up recognizing the graves even existed on the site. The signs carry a simple two-sentence message. This is hollowed ground by virtue of the more than 3,000 pioneers and early residents still interred here. Please treat this site with respect. Later, a few flat grave markers were installed and the Veterans Memorial was added. But that's not nearly enough for Steve. The headstones have to come back. I mean, that's what they're made for. They're made to last until Christ returns to the planet and they need to go right back on the graves. A lot of things happened back in those early 60s. You know, you had the freeway that came in and wiped out Tortilla Flats. You had the Ojai Freeway came in and wiped out Foster Park, the community that was there. And then you had the city come in and wiped out St. Mary's Cemetery and the cemetery next to it. What do you think about that time? Can you put yourself in, in their minds at all? Do you have any idea what they were thinking? Yeah, I know exactly what they are thinking. They are gods. They can do any damn thing they want because they are the politicians. They are the guys with the money that own the whole county. We're gods. We're, we're creating, we're molding this world that these people are going to live in. And they don't like it, get the hell out. I mean, it was so uh, barbarous, it's just incredible. I'm very sad, this is a horrible, horrible thing. Never 30 is a property of the Ventura County Star. I'm your host, Andrea Howlry. The show is co-produced by me and Anthony Placencia, who also serves as the show's technical director. The news director of the Ventura County Star is Darren Peshka. Our consumer experience director is Michelle Rogers. For this episode, special thanks to Steve Schlater, Brandon Alves, and Jim Holden. For more information on Cemetery Park, go to www.RestoreStMary's.org. That's www.R-E-S-T-O-R-E-S-T-M-A-R-Y-S.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please visit Never 30 in the iTunes store and leave a review. And don't forget to invite friends to listen. I would also like to invite our Ventura County listeners to support this podcast by signing up for a print or digital subscription to the Ventura County Star. Just visit subscribe.vcstar.com to see all our special offers. Next on Never 30... The Backbone Trail stretches 67 miles through the Santa Monica Mountains in Ventura and Los Angeles counties. Its history goes back to, well, prehistory. Fossils can be found on the trail, and there are other hidden treasures all along the way that speak of the Chumash Indians, turn-of-the-century ranchers, movie stars, and even a 1960s rock icon. I think the most inspiring thing about the Backbone Trail is uh, it gives you a sense of possibility. You can always go farther. And so a lot of it is just hidden treasure. You never know when you're going to stumble upon something out there. <laughs>